Welcome to Nothing Confidential, the podcast. I'm Kristen Henke, your hostess with the mostest, guide from the side, and mistress of ceremonies. Together, we're about to explore and deconstruct the shame and stigma surrounding our sexuality. You heard that right. We're going deep on the topics of sex, relationships, spirituality, health, and everything else that impacts our ability to live, love, and orgasm freely. My hope is to shine a light on our shared experiences by normalizing taboo topics and empowering each of you to reclaim autonomy of your pleasure, your bodies, and your lives. You are now entering a judgment-free zone where I ask all the uncomfortable and embarrassing questions for you. Our unofficial mantra is be curious, not judgmental. So leave your inner prude at the door or strap her in tight because this is happening. Kristen in the morning. (laughs) Okay, so we've got to figure out, uh, we can't get too excited about what the other person is saying, because that's what happened last time. It is. This is, okay, this is a podcast pre-launch surprise, and the reason it's a surprise is because it was a surprise to me that I had to post something live on my podcast uh, hosting page in order to verify my feed. So my plan to like be all cool and like drop 15 preloaded episodes starting in January, kind of like the Lemonade album is not a thing. They were like, nope, you have to have, you have, to have something live. So for my, for my future Nothing Confidential podcast listeners, today is very special. This is the first official show and it, the unofficial official show. And I have brought on a very very special guest. In fact, there was, there was no one, there was no one else that is qualified to, <laughs> to take, to take this puppy out with me. It is one of my best friends in the entire world. Definitely my soulmate, my favorite romantic dinner date, Miss Ryan Flynn. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I almost downloaded the Airhorn app for that specific moment because I knew you'd introduce me and it would be amazing. It was so good. It would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> but you have that app and then when you have it, you want to use it more and then people are like, oh, there goes that girl with the app. She uses it all the time. I don't want to be that girl. Big old app. <laughs> Damn girl. Hey, your friend got a fat app. <laughs> remember that? Yes. I, I think that's literally, I want those words to be on my gravestone. <laughs> okay. So a <clears throat> couple Tell of ground stone. rules yes, for, right. for Ryan and I being together. Number one, this is not our first, this is not the first time we've tried to do this. We actually, <laughs> we actually tried to do this one other time. And when Ryan and I get together, we just, I mean, things happen. Like cosmic things but oh, also, right we just we become the same intensified like 10x person and yep. our recording was you, like it was illegible like you literally yes. couldn't you could not understand what was happening like we were having a great time clearly there was something yep. about um ogres i'd like to fuck and all kinds of great stuff but oh none of it was clear you couldn't tell where i began and she ended and it just we we had to re we had to redo so the ground rules are that when we get really excited we have to take a deep breath <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god where one of us ended and the other began are we we're having like digital podcast sex and are we like a centipede? Just, I don't know. That sounded yes. centipede to me. It, it definitely did. And it, because I'm pregnant, it makes me think of cinnamon rolls. Oh my God. I know. Do we Sorry. need to pause to get you a cinnamon roll? <sighs> no, because I'd have to like make them and that would be a long, it would be a long pause. Um, but anyways, to the story, this is, this yes. is a good story. It's a great story. So this was probably, was this two years ago? Uh, when you started building my ass? Yes. When, when, when Ryan came to me and she said, Oh, Kristen, possessor of the large ass, would you build me an ass as well? <laughs> as the biblical times have, would quote, like specifically. Would you forge an ass of iron <laughs> and flame uh, and attach it to my tall, thin frame? Then I was like, yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> yes, my child. I will take mercy on your tiny pencil-like body. And so we began a beautiful accountability relationship in the gym where we would meet and we would work on our butts together. And I have to say the results were astounding. Uh, lots of credit goes to Ryan for continuing to show up. And every time she was like, do I really have to do this? And I was like, you do. And then she did. So yep. follow yep. through. Very important in building asses and assets. Absolutely. Absolutely. So take, take notes. And so, wait, wait. Oh. You're, you're forgetting. Oh. That this was paired with your cooking and smoothies. Mm. I would look forward to every workout because you, I'd be like, what smoothie are you making today? You'd be like, I don't know. We're going to see. Sometimes it was Cherry apple pie. Chai or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. All the smoothies. That was, those were the days, man. We were living in downtown Nashville. Oh, had a great gym. You were like seven minutes away and you would just, you text me at 7 a.m. Be like, you up? And like, yeah. <laughs> and then you would just like be, be yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I know it, it really was the best and then we'd go out with Ava when it was freezing cold and you'd oh be like god. shit already so Hurry up work out. <laughs> and then the mornings you would be coming in as Mike was leaving for work and he'd be like I'm not even gonna ask like why are you here so early <laughs> and why are you wearing that I didn't have good workout clothes yet and you were like when you start you said this I will never forget when you start working out you're gonna really want good workout clothes and I was like no way I'm spending all my money on my cute clothes girl, you were so freaking right. Had I known that I would have started putting money away in my savings. I spend so much on freaking workout clothes. Oh my God. It, anyway, a new monster, a new monster was created. So anyway, those were the golden days of ass. Days. So basically after, I mean, it was, it was months. I don't know. It was a while. So like we started in the winter, it was well into the summer and you know, Ryan was starting to get some comments and like, I'm, I'm the married friend who gives, uh, sex advice and builds butts and Ryan is the single friend who drives around that nice new butt and um, tells me reports back. So <laughs> word on the street was that our workouts were working, yep. butt was looking nice. And basically the epitome of, of honor that could be bestowed on any, on any ass and on any trainer of ass was on a Saturday morning when Ryan and I met for brunch in East Nashville. We're on the sidewalk, we're parting ways. She is crossing the street as a vehicle full of gentlemen are driving by. And there was honking, I believe, and some yelling, and they were trying to get her attention, but they were the closest to me on my side of the street. 
And the guy looks, a guy looks out the window and goes, yo, your friend got a fat ass. But he meant fat, like P-H-A-T. And I just looked at Ryan and Ryan, I mean, she was like, A, she was so happy, but was like dying. I was like, that is the highest compliment for a butt that you can get. Like to have a brother tell you that you got a fat ass is like, that's the gold standard of butt compliments. Well, to my friend with the original fat ass like that's what was i was like oh he's talking to you and you were like no no he was talking to you and it was like oh. outer body experience i was like what and i i got oh i was literally ass. i was like <laughs> i i didn't i am speechless i mean not because i mean not because you didn't you deserve it you deserved it let's but let's just let's get it straight like i am extremely somewhat used to and borderline maybe entitled at this point to people yelling things about my ass as i walk down the street that is just it has been part of my experience on this earth for the last like decade or so i still do yeah i still so, yell about your ass when I see so it. it took me a second to realize that he wasn't talking to me either and then the pride that i felt was overwhelming it took the place of any jealousy that I might've felt like five years ago when, you know, my butt no longer mattered because your butt was so good. I was so happy. <laughs> well, I mean, my butt was good, but the thing is like, my butt will never be at, like Kristen Hanky Low. It's just not like, it's for my, for me, it was like, good job. I mean, that was definitely like, you twerked it out, <laughs> but <laughs> sorry. Uh, but <laughs> in compare, like yours is the original, just be like, you wake up and your ass is ready to go. I, I work out and it's like, ooh, that's plump. And then I have to keep going. Like literally I had my surgery a month ago. I didn't work out for two and a half, three weeks. And I could feel it flattening by the second. And I'm literally having to build it back up. So yeah, you, well, girl, you don't work out. A, I mean, there's a difference. My butt was born and yours was made. <laughs> As we so, discussed, it was made in the iron. In my <laughs> opinion, it was forged. In my opinion, your butt, I, I mean, you appreciate your butt more because you really put a lot of work into yours. My my work is around keeping it from dragging the ground when I'm old. There's just so much oh. ass that my job is to keep all of it in its correct geographical location so that oh. I don't have like back problems and things. <laughs> Let's geotag your ass. That's, um, so that mine's more like a maintenance situation. It's like, how do we keep all of this up there? It's like a constant uh, intimate relationship with gravity is really what mine is about. Uh, but yours, yep. yours, you earned, you earned it. And <clears throat> yeah, I respect the hell out of you. Well, I mean, I owe the, I, the foundational stuff would never have been there. Had you not helped, I would have, I would have literally been doing weightless squats for the rest of my life and be like, why don't I have an ass? And because you, I told you, I was like, I'm, before we even started working out together, I was like, like, I'm doing 300 squats a day. And you were, you were like, <laughs> that, that's not doing shit. And I was like, yeah, it is. And you're like, girl, it's not. And I said, and so I thought about it. And I said, the only way I'm going to get the ass of an angel is if I go to someone with the ass of an angel. <laughs> and there you were. And then I was like, all right, here we go. And okay, we bonded. We should, well, we, well we, <laughs> we bonded a totally different way. But we, we also bonded, bonded a totally different way. We all, that's another story for another episode, it's which a great you guys story. will get eventually. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I feel like we should, we should tie this up. One more butt story. You have to tell the story of when Adam saw my butt in the door. Oh, 
this is so, this is a great story and it's now even funnier because adam has come out recently as gay which so, we knew and we adore adore adam is adore. our baby and we love love adam endless love endless like the song was written I was gonna about break our love into, yeah yeah exactly. i knew you were i could see your face when you're about to break into a song, you have a very specific face, <laughs> and I recognize it now. Uh, okay, so the story about Adam seeing Kristen's ass. So we were in, we had this building that we worked out of, and the way that it was laid out is the door is kind of to the left, and the conference room, when you walk in, is to the right. So it's, it's flat. So when people walk in, you don't see them in the conference room until they're in. But... There is a business that's catty-cornered, so you see the reflection of people. So, like, before we see their face, we can see the reflection of kind of like their head down, depending on what, how tall they are or whatever. So, Adam and I, Adam is my designer, we're in the conference room waiting for the meeting to start. At this point, Kristen is our uh, COO, right? I mean, at that point, you are our COO. Yeah. And so, we're sitting there. And I there. wore a lot of high-waisted jeans. A lot of high waisted wranglers jeans. back when I had a waist before I got impregnated. Yeah, which you will have in like the ma- a matter of two months back. Uh, and so, from your mouth to God's ears. Thank you, sweet Jesus, because I, I need to see that ass again. That's just a separate thing. So we're sitting there, and I think everybody's almost there for the meeting. And I, Adam goes, "Damn!" And I, I look at him. I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "Look at that!" Ass. Oh my God! And I look. And Kristen's walking through the door and I look at him and he's like, <gasps> she's my boss and my friend. Cause he is literally just Kristen. like, his face was Kristen. so red. I walked him in the room. I was like, what is happening? She, not Kristen. She's my boss. She's my friend. Yeah. And he was like, don't tell her. And I was like, I got it. And so I immediately told, told Kristen cause I was like, how could I not? It was too good. Oh God. Well, and he, because oh. I already knew that baby Adam was gay, I knew that he was just purely appreciating my female form from an artistic standpoint. So yes, it, it's, yep. it's, it's much more of a compliment coming oh, from Adam. I think compliments from gay men, you know, that they're not feeling uh, like competitive. If a woman compliments you and you don't know her, well, I, no, that's not true. I mean, a lot of women do that, but I think when it comes to outfits or something, you truly know they mean it. Because they're oh, not yeah. trying to fuck you. No. No ulterior motives. They're not Zero. trying to get in your pants. So mm-hmm. therefore, it, it is a pure compliment. Yes. I mean, my, my compliments okay. are, I mean, my compliments to other women are also, are very pure. I think girls should compliment girls more. So if I see a girl right. with like fly hair, or I see a girl that makes me want to punch myself in the face because she is so incredibly attractive, I make sure <laughs> that I just walk up to her and I'm like, yo, don't know if anyone's told you, you got it going up. Oh yeah. I mean, you see girls, I mean, with you, I know that you've experienced this and we've talked about it. Like you'll see women who kind of do the meme. It looks like a mean mug when really they could be like, I love her outfit or I love her shoes or look how pretty she is. And people look, and I think a lot of women like to assume, oh, they're probably talking about, do I look dumb? And like, it's worth to tell the person, Hey, sorry for checking you out. I love your outfit. I just had to tell you, which we're I've done notes. before. Yeah. We're yeah. taking notes. Like we, you were putting we just... on a fashion clinic. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Love it. So I love that up. story. I love that story about Adam <laughs> though. Too. It's so good. Okay. So we covered butts really <laughs> thoroughly, which I think is great. I mean, this is, this is a, a taste of potentially what is possible on the yes. show. Cause this was, this was meant to just kind of be a preview of the, 
the, the style and rhythm and lack of formality that everyone can expect from listening to Nothing Confidential, the podcast. Love it. So going into this venture, so Ryan, since you know me so well, I mean, ridiculously well, like this is the one who texts my husband and is like, yo, your wife, like this is the anniversary coming up and this is what I think is appropriate. It's like, oh, gotcha. I'll go, I'll go get it. Oh, so good. So <laughs> it works, good. It works out great for all of us. Um, Cause I know where it came from, but I appreciate him for being evolved enough to ask for help and yes. receive help. And I yes. appreciate her for knowing me so deeply. So I feel so fulfilled and loved no matter what. It's not cheating. That's called evolution. That is like an evolved male. Um, But since you know me so well, (laughs) why don't you tell anyone who might have accidentally stumbled upon this podcast and knows nothing about me and nothing about what I am trying to accomplish in the world, give them your take on why I am here at this microphone talking to them. (laughs) That's such a good question. And the last podcast that we filmed, I went on this random journey of describing it because we're obviously so close. And I'm like, how do I truly describe what Kristen means to me, what she could mean to a new audience? And I just, I ran, and I thought, I literally woke up at 4 a.m. this morning thinking about how am I going to describe Kristen? I know she's going to ask because I flubbed it so bad last time, but I thought about it and I'm ready to flub it again. Here we go. Okay. So, I would say when you stumble across this podcast, if you do not know of Kristen, something that's really incredible uh, and something to expect, uh, Kristen is basically that friend that either you have already and you need more of, or a friend that you've always needed, or the cool aunt growing up who you knew would pick you up if you got drunk at a party and you didn't want to tell your parents. It's the non judgmental, knowledgeable presence in your life uh, that you probably need. Whether or not you realize it, you need it because she's going to know a bunch of shit. She's going to give you resources. She's going to be able to tell you what's what, and you never have to worry about your parents finding out or getting in (laughs) trouble for it. (laughs) And I think that that's I think that's a good way to describe it. Is that's that what amazing. you think, Kristen? Is yeah, that, no, no, okay. that is a good one. Last time you just said that my podcast was the naked hot blonde of podcasts, and I was trying to tie that in in a helpful way. Uh, I, I, I stand that, though. I do still agree with that sentiment, oh but it, it still doesn't make oh, a lot of sense. That was perfect. Aw. Okay. And, and obviously, in case you guys, this isn't scripted. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's very not scripted. And and she's not getting any. I'm not paying her in any way to say that. And unfortunately, I'm not even bribing. Well, maybe pay me later. But mm-hmm. I was gonna say I'm not even bribing her with food and beverage because I'm in Chicago and she's in Nashville, which is really sad now. I can't believe you brought it up. I know. Don't in cry. my don't face. Cry. <laughs> don't cry. Um, I'm I'm I haven't cried today so far. I mean, it's only it's not even 11 a.m. yet. But so far today, no tears. Oh my God. I know. It is a revelation. Oh, and for context, um, for other people, I'm pregnant <laughs> and really hormonal at the moment. Now, when the episode, the, when the full-blown episodes start coming out, hopefully I will no longer be pregnant because we're towards the end. So like oh, in yes. space and time, it is December of 2019 before Christmas and I am extremely pregnant with my first child who also happens to be 
a daughter and we were waiting on her. She's due in January. So yeah, baby James. Yes. And we're naming her James because we think it's bad ass. It's so beautiful. I bought, Mm -hmm. I bought baby James a gift. Oh my God. Right. the other day because I saw it and I was like oh my god I told god. you no couture until she's like a certain age well Didn't I know we, agree we did but as soon as y'all have your first family photo shoot all bets are off you can't do shit I'm gonna <laughs> buy her whatever the fuck I want and you're gonna be like just put on that thing that Aunt Ryan bought you just uh. and, she, and she's gonna be like mom the Gucci or the Versace <laughs> and I'm gonna be like oh my god <laughs> You're like, I don't know, what, whatever. I don't, like, it's... FaceTime, oh. Aunt Rifi, and ask her. Be like, hey. Oh, my God. I am literally, for those who do not know, I am obsessed with, with fashion. I love fashion. And baby fashion is some of my favorite fashion, truly. It's ridiculous. Well, and baby fashion, I mean, aside from hooker heels and appropriate jewelry and makeup, shouldn't be that different than very tasteful adult fashion. And it, by that, I mean, mm. I'm into like beautiful, like deep, uh, dark colors as neutrals and classic cuts and tailored fits and all of that. Like I basically just want James to look like a tiny version of me. Well, that kind of cuts out a lot of designers. But um... more fashion. <laughs> Shut up. But more fashionable. Okay. More fashionable than me. I'm like the J. Crew sale rack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just tell you, okay, I'm gonna tell James, be a baby, but make it fashion. Oh my God. Be a baby, but make it fashion. And, and the first time she says that to me, I'm just gonna call you. She's not gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna call you. What if that's her first phrase? Would you oh, be man. so upset? I, no, I think I would be really excited just because you guys clearly have a bond, which is, which I would that's be happy true. about because that that's needs true. to happen. Uh, but yeah. I would also, I would be like, oh, I've got my work cut out for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you know exactly how to handle me. And so I think you you are more, more than prepped and ready. It's true. I'm kind of oh, like, Ryan, 16,000% off of $48,000 is still a butt ton of money. It's still, it's, I mean, but that is a great deal, though. This I mean, is 16,000% off. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and it was only $3,000. And I'm like, oh, my God. Honestly, though, when you consider some of the fabric that they use and you, you add in like the amount of labor, it's just, honestly, it could even be more than a hundred percent off. They're and not, that, and that me, just so I guess make, that's not true. But. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. That's kind of like that, out. that, uh, ultimate couponer show where they would like bring their like three ring binder or series of three binders and they would buy a ton of toilet paper and like laundry detergent and all this stuff and they would like just zip all these coupons through and at the end they would hand them like five dollars to take all of that stuff out of the store i mean that probably I mean, is it's like a, a good game. feeling it's a good feeling i bet yeah I mean, it's, it's like you a the high. Game. yeah that's like a high the like ultimate couponer thing is that's a thing i don't know <laughs> I'm so sad that no one has access to video. There's a lot of like <laughs> boob itching and stuff that goes on. I don't know. My nipples are itchy, man. I can't describe it. I don't, maybe it's like res- I'm feeling you. Are your boobs itchy? Am I getting some kind of sympathy at the, boob at itch? At the moment, they're not. They're just large uh, and they're yeah, they le- leaking colostrum getting ready to feed my daughter. Whoa. So. Hang on. I can only Boobly get so horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. Should we talk some more about, should we talk some more about the show? I feel yes, bad because I get on here and we like go down. We just, we get lost. We get no, lost. we need, we need to talk about the show. We need okay. people to understand. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's what I want people to know about the show. This is the purpose of nothing confidential. Okay. This is, this is the bottom line. So probably in the show notes, I will put like what time we got serious about talking about the show. So you guys can fast forward if you need to. <laughs> That's fair. Um, the purpose of this show is to normalize conversations around taboo topics, primarily pertaining to female sexuality. So basically what that means broken down is I want to have frank, honest, open-hearted, humorous conversations about everything that makes us women, about everything that keeps us from tapping more deeply into our own pleasure centers, our sensuality, um, into exploring sexuality, whether the reason it was sexual shame growing up from cultural or religious backgrounds, or perhaps you have trauma in your background, which makes it hard to accept this piece of you, because sexuality is such an important piece of our our vitality as women and and of our health it's a health thing as well and so something that i have been discovering like in my 20s and going into 30s is that so many women still don't feel like they have a safe space to ask questions and explore and deconstruct and basically just pursue even curiosity. Everyone is sitting around wondering if what is happening to them is normal, if their low sex drive is normal, if the fact that they sometimes experience pain during intercourse is normal, if queefing is normal, if um, wanting to try butt sex is normal slash okay, if kink is, is okay. You know, it's like there are all these questions that we have and a lot of us were raised in a way that made us feel like even asking them is wrong. And so I am here to create space and to facilitate those awkward, slightly embarrassing conversations on your behalf. So that, that's like, that's it in a nutshell. Um, you know, something that I'm going to introduce during the show that you guys will become very familiar with is the usage of hashtag asking for a friend, which I love. It is the opportunity for you to anonymously submit questions and topics and things that you would like me to dive into with people about and answer questions for you so that nobody has to line up behind a microphone at a ladies conference and ask questions that feel a little overwhelming or a little embarrassing. So I'm just giving you permission to ask the question that is honestly on everyone's mind like everyone else is thinking it we're just saying it that's kind of that's kind of where we're coming from follow-up thoughts ryan uh love it i am so excited for the uh that basically the ama the confidential i i what do you what are we calling it the uh the hashtag yeah asking for a friend (laughs) i forgot that ama AMA. i was thinking it's literally like ask that's kind of what it is it's just like you know I love that. I love that so much. Ask mostly anything. <laughs> mostly anything that's within reason. It's like, how do I do my taxes? Uh, <laughs> I'm not answering that. Uh, I love that. That's my, that's, I think that that is so helpful and I would really utilize it because I have utilized it on a daily basis. Granted, it's not anonymous for me. I'll be like, Hey, Kristen thoughts on anal. 
<laughs> How do I prepare with a big penis? And she's like, ah, oh, well, that's easy. Here's that's what God. you do. Q-test yeah. test. Yeah. <clears throat> easy. So I would definitely suggest anybody who's out there, anybody who's listening, utilize that because it's very handy. And I will say the amount of things that she knows about sex stuff is, uh, it's a lot. It's, it's my, it's, it's my calling. I, that, it, you know, basically it, that's, that's how I feel. I feel like I was sexual from a really early age. Like I was aware of my sexuality and I was drawn to sensual experiences. And those two things are different. Sensuality and sexuality are different things. Uh, we will dig into that in the coming episodes, but I have always been on a quest for sensual experiences that were fulfilling for me in a tactile, um, conceptual way, like all, all of the things like that has always mattered to me, uh, even from when I was a kid. So it's something that, you know, eventually the stars aligned and I was like, oh, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing question. I, I think that this could be helpful for people. Mm -hmm. What are some good examples of what a good asking for a friend might look like? That is a great question, Ryan. And it could be, you guys, it could literally, I mean, aside from tax stuff, like that is not my realm of genius, <laughs> <laughs> but it could be oh. so many things. So I have, um, I actually was at a live event. I received a step. I took some beautiful cards designed by Adams. Hats off mm, to Adam. Um, that women wrote on anonymously and, and submitted to me before I began my presentation. And I was able to just read off of the cards and like answer questions. So that a lot of those looked like, um, I have a low sex drive. How can I increase it? Is not having an orgasm during sex quote unquote normal. Like I can only have an orgasm when I use a toy. Um, the forbidden anal intercourse, say what question mark? That one was funny. <laughs> the way it was written, I was like, which, Love which that. part are we, what are we questioning? Oh, that's good. Um, why do men get off so quick? Loved that one. Uh, <laughs> how, can I, <laughs> how can I be less self-conscious about being naked before and after sex? was a oh, good that's one. That's a great one. That's a great one. Um, let's see. What was another great one that I loved? Let's see here. How do you bring your sex life back after kids when you're both exhausted? That was a fun one. So, and this is also the magic. This is the magic of this format is that even for experiences that I have not been through yet personally as the facilitator and the space holder, my job is just to bring in people who have, who have been there, who can answer that question. So like for me, I'm pregnant with my first kid. That train is coming right at me, but I don't know yet. I'm not on the other side. So I don't know how to rekindle sex when you're exhausted from having kids. That's about to be my life, but it's not yet. Therefore, I bring on one of my BFFs who has kids and still has a sex life. And we talk about what she went through and how she got back to having sex after being exhausted. That is my favorite part of the whole thing is the collaborative nature of the process and of the conversation. And I have, it's going to look different. I'm going to do segments. I'm going to play around like this podcast is so much a passion project and it is it is a love letter from me to women everywhere it is not meant to be perfect it's not going to be shiny it's not going to be super edited or polished like it is raw and real and hopefully funny and entertaining it might <sighs> occasionally be offensive 
to you, but I just ask that everybody who listens, um, come in with curiosity. And anytime you feel the urge to uh, judge or to get angry or to, if you find yourself being triggered, I just ask you to sit with that and ask yourself why. Um, I give the example, I call her Judge Judy. She's the chick who pops up when we're all really uncomfortable. She's bitchier for some than others. Sometimes she's, she's just squeamish and just kind of like, Ooh, she really just said that. Um, and I just ask you to be aware and to acknowledge her. All of us have these preconceived notions and these judgments inside of us, um, that some of them are, some of them are ours. Some of them were learned. Most of them were inherited by how we were raised in our environments. And so just be aware. She was there at one point to keep you safe and to have you question things so that you didn't get into trouble, but now you're a grown ass lady. And so you're going to you look at judge Judy and be like, Hey girl, appreciate everything you've done for me. You go ahead and have a seat outside. I'm going to take Curious Kate and we're going to go into the room and we're going to ask some questions and we're going to open up our minds and learn um, a new perspective on this thing and see if it resonates. If it resonates, that's awesome. Take it forward, evolve your process. If it doesn't, leave it and come back for the next one. Like you're not going to agree with everything that is said on the show. I can promise you that. So that, but what I was, where I was going with that at some point was that what I would like to introduce is, so I'm going to do segments called asking for a friend with a friend where I'll bring on um, a friend of mine to go through questions together and people that I feel are appropriate to answer the question that's at hand. But then my longer episodes are going to be with people who are highly qualified to handle some of the heavier issues. I have trauma therapists. I have uh, feminine wholeness coaches. I have doctors and hormone specialists and all kinds of people who are really um, passionate about sharing knowledge, sharing tools, and empowering you guys to work through some of these topics that no longer need to be off limits. I love that. And, you know, I think it's, it's good that to be very patient and understanding with yourself because a lot of those judge duty moments are from a lot of conditioning. Mm -hmm. So being graceful and patient with yourself and asking, this is something you've said before, asking why, why is it that that is feeling squeamish or weird to me? Is there a reason that I'm feeling judgmental toward that? And kind of getting down to uh, why and figuring out maybe if there's some kind of trauma there or maybe there's something that is triggering you and why because as soon as you get to know that the more open you're able to be both sexually and emotionally I would say mm -hmm. um yeah. so I love that so much love that I literally <laughs> love that on the last episode you said Judge Judy could be a valley girl and I, like ew oh, yeah. Sex, girl. yeah my my Judge Judy is a valley girl she's like oh my god did she just say that Stephanie is such a whore. Did you hear what she's into? She let her boyfriend do what to her? Like that is disrespectful to women everywhere. Oh, double <laughs> penetration. Um, bye. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> oh man. We, but this is meant to be fun. Let me reiterate that. This is, is meant, this is meant to be fun. I feel like laughter is very important. We take sex way too seriously. 
it is sometimes a messy, funny business and we have to be able to laugh or you're literally going to have a terrible sex life. Like that's just all there is to it because that whole like steamy, everybody's on the same page, everybody orgasms at the same time in four minutes up against the wall while wearing <laughs> evening attire at a black tie event in movies. Like that is not real. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking that's, you're talking about every romantic comedy triggered. All producers of yeah. romantic comedies are triggered right now. They're like, that totally happens. That's not real. Uh, so this, what's so important is just making space to have these conversations. And so I'm inviting all of you in as my friends, as sisters, I want you to come in here. I want you to be part of these conversations. I very intentionally do not refer to even my longer episodes as interviews. They're podcast conversations. When I reach out to the women or whoever, I may eventually bring them in on the show. My husband will probably make some cameos, which would be really funny. Um, can't wait for that. But I, when I reach out to them, I literally say to them, I'm like, I would love to have you on for a conversation. It is not a scripted formal, you know, situation. It's very much me asking questions out of curiosity, asking questions from you guys. It is just opening up the space and making it feel like you guys were in the room with us hanging out and just like, drinking coffee or wine, shooting the shit, whatever, just like getting, yeah, smoking a little cannabis, whatever, Smoothie. you know, smoothies. Oh, I literally thought you meant weed. And I was like, yeah, cannabis is fine. And she said, Why not? but you know, it's natural. <laughs> okay. So let me ask this then, because I, I think this is also going to be good for the new audience members. So what are some of your, like, what are some of the most maybe popular topics? Like just, you know, two word, you know, top three topics that you might be or better yet you could even do what are some what are some things that people can look forward to as far as like the topics Mm because I know you'll have some therapists on so what are the topics can you give us a little bit because I don't know this guys and I'm I'm the best friend and I don't know this (laughs) I need the 401k you said two words which is way way too few um something that's going to come up because I've been pre-recording and so something that I have realized already that is going to come up often just because of who I am as a person and my background is sexual shame actually because I was raised In the South, in the Bible Belt, there was a lot of religious and cultural shame around sex and the way that I was educated or not around sex and pleasure and all of those things. And so that is something that comes up um, somewhat often. So kind of the, the deconstruction of our programmed societal shame around sex and pleasure as women, that's gonna get talked about a lot on the show. Um, Also because I am such an advocate for holistic and full mind-body health. Health is going to be something that comes up a lot because people are embarrassed to talk about, you know, what's going on downstairs and what's going on with their poop and what's going on with their periods and all that stuff. But all of those things are indicators of health or a lack of health in our sex life and it shows up. And so discussing how hormones affect our sexuality and our our drive and how um, our cycles and understanding our bodies as women empowers us to enjoy our sexuality more and have more freedom and autonomy of our bodies. That's something that's going to come up a lot. Um, As far as everything else, I'm so, I'm so open to any and all angles um, for, you know, basically I just go off of inspiration 
when I see someone talking about something that feels important or feels like an uncomfortable topic, I want to bring them on and I want to get uncomfortable with them. I think that's really good. And I, I know that body image mm, also is going to be a huge, I mean, that's, that's almost an, at this point because it's so rampant, mm-hmm. it's almost unsaid. Like it's going to be something that, I mean, Kristen, you've got, we're women. That's something that yeah. we've dealt with consistently. I literally went to you to ask for a bigger ass. It well, was a and, of not being yeah. happy with and so many people are not able to get out of their head and into their bodies and actually enjoy sex. Like women are faking orgasms because they're thinking about what their thighs and their stomach look like while they're on top, instead of focusing on how their body feels and on what pleasure feels like to them in their body. They're worried still about that external like perfection um, that was kind of thrust on us by Hollywood and the porn industry, which we'll dive into that more later as well. But okay. that, that is something that comes up often. I have women ask me all the time. It's like, how do you enjoy sex when you're worried about what you look like naked? So these are things that we're going to break down and we're going to talk about. And I'm not here to share like one way. I'm not like, this is the way to do this. This is how you fix this. This is like do A, B, and C and you will be fixed. Like that's not my job. My job is to ask questions and to open the conversation up more and make it less scary and make it feel accessible and hopefully empower you to continue having those conversations with people in your own life and with our community and with just other women as you meet them, just getting more and more comfortable expressing these things and taking up all of your space. Like you're allowed to take up space with your conversations and with things that are important to you. And this is a big thing. So I'm really excited to jump in and go all the way with you guys. So with that being the case, and this is the first episode, you guys, so I'm trying to think about how we can make sure that we're setting up a good foundation for what is to be had, what is to be heard, <laughs> what, what is, is to be, to be said, <laughs> what is to be had. Um, what, how would you describe like the ideal listener and who is this not for? So the ideal listener is a woman who is really interested in experiencing more pleasure in her life in general without any of the guilt, whether she is a mom, whether she is um, a single person, a consciously single human being, whether she's in a long-term relationship, this is somebody who understands that there's better than what she's getting in general, not just in the bedroom, but like maybe she has trouble asking for what she really wants. Maybe she hasn't experienced the level of fulfillment and satisfaction that she's looking for. And she thinks that something is off, whether that's with her body or her um, emotions or her, whatever it is, she's, she's feeling blocked. And like, she doesn't, she doesn't exactly know where to start, but she is uncomfortable or doesn't have close friends that she can go to and just be like, Hey, I wish I was getting more of this, or I wish that I had this, or I'm a little worried about this, but I don't know who to talk to. Um, I would say that it's for most, it's for most women who are interested in having better sex and experiencing um, more freedom and joy in their own body in experiencing better health in rewriting the stories that they've carried around from childhood that may not be serving them anymore about what it means and looks like to be a woman in the world today and about women who are wanting to parent their kids in a way that doesn't use 
shame and fear as a teaching tool. Um, those are, those are off the top of my head. That's what I can think of. I mean, I think it's also from being friends with you for people who want more fulfilling friendships and relationships, mm, relationships yeah. in general, intimacy, intimacy. Yes. Yeah. Like people who are wanting to really expand yeah. on that. So the so women it's not for, it's not for <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it, idiots? It, it, here, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're very inclusive. Who yes. it's not for, it's not for closed-minded, judgy, nasty people. That's who it's not for. Um, if you are here to be gross and pick people apart and judge everybody for having different thoughts and beliefs than yours, this is not the space for you. This is for people who want to have respectful, open, vulnerable conversations about real things. Like no one is claiming to have the answer or be right. We don't care about being right. We care about opening it up and learning. Um, so anybody who has very hard, fast opinions on what is right and what is wrong in this world, like this area is probably going to be a little too great for you. So I would say that. <laughs> yeah. Just, just don't kill our vibe. Okay. That's the yeah. Whole thing. I mean, kill our vibe. girl, girls who don't like girls, like girls who are bitchy to girls, those girls who have not evolved past that whole, like I get along better with boys than girls. Sorry. You have a mother wound or a sister wound or something going on with you like that. I will be the one to say, like, I don't find that normal. Like, I was that girl. I was a mean girl from, like, 21 to 23 or something, 25, you know, where I was, like, I get along better with guys than girls. Girls are bitches. That's not the thing. Something is going on. So if you're one of those girls, this is probably, it's probably not the right time for you. Um, so, you know, I don't know. If you keep listening, you might learn something. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> as soon as you open yourself up to the possibility, I mean literally you never know it's a process like yeah. you know those wounds aren't just going to go away overnight or from listening to the podcast no. but if you You're open hurting. your mind yeah, yeah like hurt people hurt people and exactly let me let me rephrase mean girls are welcome to listen you're just not welcome to send me shitty emails or leave comments or reviews on my podcast because if you do i will clap the fuck back because <laughs> i have really good boundaries and i don't do bullies so there's that. Ooh, there's nothing like somebody who makes jokes or says something on to the expense of somebody else it's just it, why yeah. what it, are you must be hurting like you said well, hurt people hurt people life is hard enough we are here to support each other we are here to uphold each other we are not here to judge we are here to empower and embody go team what are you most excited about and guys let me just say <laughs> i she did not give me interview questions i genuinely I'm just very These excited. These are thoughtful about questions. I did not. Yeah, I wasn't like come prepared. Oh, <laughs> no. So you're really all. good. You're really good at this. You're great. I'm at good at questions. I'm good at questions. You hey, are. You know. You're great at questions. I'm going to have I'm you come on and like co-converse with me and people. Brian is my unofficial um, co-host. She'll be here sometimes as often as I can get her here. <laughs> Hello. I can't wait to hear my introduction. That's going to be, Ooh, that'll be girl. hilarious. That's going to be a magical. Oh my gosh. We're going to do, we're going to come back and we're going to do a whole like formal asking for a friend with a friend episode with Ryan and it's going to be magical. Oh, it's going to be, magical's one word, raunchy. I would, I would also consider that. Um, yeah. Weird. Oh, there is going to be, I do think I have to list our show. It is going to be listed as an explicit podcast <laughs> oh, <laughs> because, yeah. because language, because adult content, uh, I am a big fan of tasteful 
language. I don't feel like it is overdone. I feel like um, stories can be more poignant and can be um, punctuated well with a good F-bomb here and there. So obviously due to the content of the show, this is not, this is not for kids. Safe to say, keep the littles. This is, don't listen to this in the car when you got the babies in the backseat. Like that's not. That's Maybe not we should have said that at the beginning. <laughs> Probably, but when this comes out and the feed is verified, it'll say E on it, so they'll know before they click on it that it is explicit. That's true. I mean, I'm I like just saying when... I'm not out to like put any to blast anybody. I'm not trying to like you know, I'm not trying to be overly crass. I just you know, it happens. Language yeah, happens. It does. I like it when people describe uh, cursing as punctuation because then I imagine my sentences with a comma after every word. <laughs> because I, t I I haven't on this because I want to be respectful and I'm but I do we don't want to blitz like a people sailor. in the right. first like five minutes but like a verbal cursing assault but it's not in a, right. a mean way it's just yeah that, that was the word I was looking for we're not trying to assault your senses um <laughs> but I mean some some days you're gonna turn it on you're gonna be like whoa 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 this is like this is too much and that's yeah. okay you know you might have to listen in segments that's cool whatever you need <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the lesser being like, like wincing and be like, oh my God, it hurts my eye, like pepper spray in their eyes, but it's their ears. Oh my gosh. Okay. How do we wrap this up? <laughs> well, we're going to need to get a banana and a condom <laughs> and yeah. experience and show people how to do it. Okay. Wrapping no. it up. Wrapping it up. We no, we're so excited. We're grateful, whether it's one person or three people or five people, we're excited that you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast orgy yeah. of of knowledge. Like when I've been recording my show, I'm like, for all my listeners, and like literally there are, it's like three people, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all three of you. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. And I cannot wait to dig in, get real and, you know, just keep making things. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the tea. <laughs> And that's the team with Kristen Hankey. Hey, thank you so much for hanging in there and listening with an open and curious heart. I hope this conversation has inspired, educated, and entertained you, or at the very least, shaken things up in a productive way. Ann Voskamp says that shame dies when stories are told in safe places. So please share, rate, and review. Sending you love and dark chocolate. Talk soon.